on this episode of the Generation X Files. They're coming to get you, Tatiana. They're coming to get you, Tatiana. Uh, Dan, Dan. What? My what? name's Emer. Oh yeah. Um, can, I'm a stand-in though. Pretty good body double, no? Uh, can, can, can you say like? This is supposed to be about horror movies. Say I want me gold or some shit. I don't know. Boo. How's about that? Fine. It's Dan America, Tatiana, <laughs> special guest Greg, and Johnny America. And we are doing our horror movie episode. This is the sequel. Uh, you know, I, when I wrote it down on the blog, I should just say horror movie episode, the sequel. You know, oh, uh, you know I keep on doing it. Can someone Did give a better ho- name? Horror. Horror. I, I thought you said horror movie. Oh, like oh, horror. Oh. I mean, I know I have my horror, Maria Brink horror. hair on, but still. I can be your whore. No, this is all right. This is horror movies. The sequel. That is what this episode is called. Horror, 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 horror Horror. movie sequel. Scary movies. The sequel. All right. But then people get confused with the actual scary movie series. I know. And we're better. Which one? Yeah. (laughs) 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 Okay. So we have with us for this episode, we have Tatiana as always. Yes. We have Johnny, uh-huh. and we have Greg. What's up? I'm Dan America. You can find me at Human America on Twitter, Dan America 59 on Instagram, Dan America on Facebook. You can check out videos of Tatiana and myself at the Q103 uh, YouTube channel. You can also read our blogs at Q103Albany.com and Alt1057Albany.com. Yeah, I'm Tatiana. <laughs> <laughs> you always like bitch at me about that. Like now that I like keep on remembering after I give the whole spiel, you you you, you give me the resting bitch face. I no, I was looking up something on my phone as I usually always am when we start these things because I used to bring my laptop so I could look up stuff as we go, and now I don't so I have my phone. I was looking up uh, horror movies and serial killers. Anyway. Um, Am I supposed to introduce myself now? No, oh, you're supposed to do your social media <laughs> plugs. All right, I'm Tatiana. You're on your phone. This is irony. I was doing work on my phone. I mean, this is Gen X versus Millennial, so it makes sense. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rock Girl Tatiana. You can find my blogs at Q103Albany.com and Alt1057Albany.com. And you can listen to me on air at Q103Albany and Alt1057Albany. Very good. <laughs> John, uh, Greg, anything that you want to add? Do you want to give your social media plugs? Uh, you can find me on Craigslist in the missing counter section. Uh, this was you. Let me know what the number was. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Goddamn Schnare. 
And that's about it. I'm just saying. Not all fancy. Now that we've introduced ourselves, I feel really left out because in this room, I wish our listeners could see. Um, I'm with three males with the same exact haircut with beards and mustaches and all three have black shirts on i feel like i'm in some sort of like american horror story radio show cult thing right now (laughs) i'm in a halloween costume dan had a viking hat on and every single guy in this room with me has looks exactly the same (laughs) pretty soon you're all gonna like unzip your faces and pods are gonna crawl out or something you're wearing a black shirt well yeah but i don't have a beard (laughs) Well, so I can like maybe I do. I can cut a little bit of my hair, and we got masking tape and glue. What's masking for? What? For? <laughs> he's trying to say he's gonna give her a beard. I guess at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we gonna get the hair? Well, I have plenty. I have plenty to spare. It's been since like May since I've had a haircut. But that's not the point of this episode, my haircut or the fact that Tatiana, you're not surrounded by guys with the same haircut, facial hair and black shirts. You all shirts. have short hair with beards and you're the beards close- and mustaches and black shirts on. Well, that's why you're the closest one to the door. I, I, that's what I do as a psych nurse. I always sit closest to the door. Make them feel safe. I do it on purpose. All right, so... <laughs> and I have this shitty candy corn chocolate to throw at you guys if you try to attack me. Totally right. not <laughs> That'll keep him away for sure. But this is the horror movie. And I said horror, not whore. Uh, uh, you you uh-huh. want to know the difference? Because I always say that Miley Cyrus is a whore, not a horror. That's another good point that John brings up. But uh-huh. so... Pretty much what, what we're going to do here now for our first segment is because the first time Tatiana and I, uh, Tatiana and I did this. That is my name, Tatiana Anna, believe yes. it or not. You just were right. That's my middle name. Did you know that? No, no I did yes, not. Yes, it rhymes. Uh, well, Tatiana Anna. Well, 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 then that did not require me to stop and repeat it again, I suppose. <laughs> However, but anyway, so That's because. staunch delivery. <laughs> How see even our guests are mocking us now. <laughs> anyway, know. so the first time Tatiana and I got to debate Generation X horror movies versus millennial horror movies, and now since this is your guys' first uh, time being on our uh, horror movie or Halloween whatever scary movie podcast, uh, we're gonna give you guys the chance to debate uh, Generation X versus millennials. Are you re- because? Well, first let me set the mood because, all right, right now I'm going to give you the difference of Generation X and Millennial Horror Movies. Are you ready? All right. Okay. This is a a Millennial Horror Movie. No, this is because that's how Hellfest started. And this is a Generation X Horror Movie. Okay, now that we know the difference. No, that's hysterical because I know you were joking, but literally I just saw Hellfest and it actually starts with a rave scene at a Halloween party. And that is the curse How of being park, me, so. Tatiana. I know, you Whenever joke, I but think, you're true. Yeah, and I don't even know it. <laughs> yep. Okay, so Greg, John, who was, likes millennial horror movies? Uh, depends on. Uh, yeah. Depends on the studio or what kind of category it's in if it's campy or if it's yeah there's some good ones good okay (laughs) how about we throw some uh horror movie names at you guys and tatya and i how am i keep on screwing up your name it's the costume i know all right what do you want me to call you for the remainder of this episode 
I don't know. All right. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Okay. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. And I will throw some names at you. And you guys tell us if you like it or not. Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to call you Tatiana. <laughs> Tatiana, th- throw, throw a movie at them. The Conjuring. I don't like any of those. What? The second one. You guys got to talk in the mic. The second yeah. one over the first one. How come you don't like them? What's wrong with you? I'm well, John, think that I don't think I've seen all of them all the way through. Like I've seen bits and pieces here. Well, and there. That, uh, so you can't or, judge. Or any of them, Annabelle creation, all that. It, it's all tied together, and it, it seems all nice. That's kind of trying to be grounded in reality, but like I, I, I don't know. It just if it seems that way, you haven't just, really seen them, so you can't judge. It seems franchisey. Yeah, so I can't judge. You those. can't judge. I thought These was, ones. like Annabelle was like fun the first time to watch it, and then you get like a little bit of reality. The fate, the haze goes away, and then you watch it a second or third time, it's just trash. Oh, I love them. Annabelle Creation was so good. Annabelle Creation was pretty good. Yeah, that one was good. That was the best one by far. Yeah. All right, Dan, your turn. Nightmare on Elm Street. Reboot or original? Original. Uh, <laughs> it's not bad. It's just you can feel the date on it. It is dated, but it it's still it's still pretty good. I mean, like what? Like, isn't there like a part where he's in the hallway and he's got like these wacky arms? Yeah, like they yeah. just you didn't know Stretch exactly what they're trying to do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he's and he's the first kind of horror villain, shout screaming up and down, just like fucking fuck, I'm gonna bitch you fucking kids. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> like like maybe that was two because I think I've seen like one two. I, I can't remember if I saw that third one. <laughs> Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them. I know. Yeah, there's a whole bunch. They did that with Nightmare on Elm Street and then Amityville Horror. There's like five of them. Because there, uh, yeah. like, has anyone so really seen all the Friday the 13th movies? I mean, I own, yeah, I own the I whole have. collection. Yeah. yeah, FYA, man, I bought yeah. it. I have that one, you, Friday the 13th. I have Amityville. Amityville 4 is trash. How about, <laughs> did you ever see Amityville 3D? Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I literally the, just bought that the other Like amorphous purple blob. What that's the like, fuck is it? Like, what is happening? Ooh, spooky. And then what was it? Uh, Doris Day was in the first Oh, one? my God. Uh, no, no. Who the hell was I it? know who you're... T- yeah. yeah. Oh, my the, God. The mom from Samwell. Yeah. In, uh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> uh, uh, Patty something, right? Oh, Patty Duke. Yeah, Patty uh, Duke. Duke. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so from what I'm getting so far is that Generation X horror movies made more of an impact on the two of you than millennial horror movies, or are we just not listing the right millennial movies? You've literally, we've literally oh, talked yeah, about no, said two movies, and you're making a generalization, Dan. You, you, you know said, what? Well, you said two, but aren't there like like way eight, more eight or something? Okay, like, whose turn is it? Like three animals? Hellfest. Have you seen Hellfest? Nope. Just came out. That That's a super millennial one. I mean, it's a it's slasher crazy. flick, but it's. I enjoyed it because it was tr- it was cheesy sl- yeah. slasher, which I like cheesy, but it was definitely trashy. Was it like hobo with a shotgun trashy? So or? it started in um, like the whole plot is there's these college kids and they go to a haunted house, but it's like this huge epic park with like ten different haunted houses and a rave in the middle of it. And then Tony Todd. And so, the, <laughs> <laughs> so the whole Rock thing hard. is just them getting picked off during, you know, during the, these haunted houses. Oh. Yeah. And you never find out who the killer is. Kind of like Fun House. Yeah. But, you know, they, they I don't know, make it modern and you never find, what I hate is you never find out who the killer is. Oh. 
It okay. sucks. I just spilled the beans. I got one. Wants to go see that. Oh, spoiler, whatever. Okay, Saw. The Saw series. I definitely stopped watching Saw after like three or four. Mm-mm. I've seen all of them, but I've only enjoyed about one through three. The first one is the best one. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. It's really good. It was kind of different and it was, it was really gritty and you were just waiting for all these twists and turns. You just kind of wanted to know as you're watching it, like, what the fuck is going on? And then, then spoiler warnings for people who haven't seen Saw. <laughs> The guy just gets up at the end. He's like, "Oh, he was—he was real. He was alive the whole time." <laughs> but Saw One actually feels completely different from the, every other movie in that franchise. Yeah, you can tell that they like like they had a really they really good just, idea. They should just stopped, and that's usually my problem sometimes yeah. with horror is the franchise stuff. Like, yeah. but that's why I think The Conjuring is a franchise. But they did a good job with yeah. all of them. There was a Chucky mm-hmm. like released last year or something where he's just like messing around with some kind of emotionally unstable girl or something. I can't remember the plot <laughs> because I've erased it from my brain because it was so weird. Oh. How about Puppet Master? <sighs> that's some, that's some no. old schlock. You can literally get all nine of those for $3 at Walmart right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you get three of the Killjoys with it. As well, so they are literally, those movies are horrible. But, I, I mean, made living puppets and one's got a drill for a head. Okay. <laughs> Instead of going over the movies themselves, let's go over the points that Tatiana and I made when we did it before. What? The horror movies. So, okay. Do you feel that millennial horror movies are over the top? Silence makes for great radio, you guys. Yeah, it does. <laughs> no, Silence. I don't know. I mean, I think they're more over budget with a little less imagination. Mm. Um, some of them just feel kind of chalky. Well, that kind of answers the second question that I would have for you is, do you feel that millennial horror movies are original? No, they're usually a reboot or a remake or a short story that was already done seven times. Now, do you feel that millennial horror movies are scary or are, or is it because... or? You can go with our opinion where, because they're so overdone, well, with the exception of The Conjuring, I enjoy The Conjuring. And the yeah. Insidious series, yeah. I like those. I was watching Insidious earlier today. They're good, right? Yep. Yeah. and uh, the point is is that because uh, millennial horror movies are so polished and overdone and unoriginal, it takes away from the scare factor of the movies. Well, I feel like there's something about, okay, there, I feel like there's two different types of movies that are going on right now. There's millennial movies such as, you know, Fright Fest. Uh, Hellfest, Hellfest, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, the Gallows and such like that. But then you have other movies that are coming out that are really fucking good. Uh, I just watched Malevolent on Netflix last night. Mm. And also The Ritual on Netflix is really, really good. It's, uh, I, I don't know. I feel like there's actually really, really good horror movies that are coming out like right now. There's some. Have you seen Hereditary? Yeah. That was oh amazing. my god. I need to because everyone was saying it you was have to see it. Really good. I, I just think. saw it for the first time last week. I've never had so much anxiety during a movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god. That movie like reminded me so much of like Rosemary's Baby, mm, the mm-hmm. very first Omen. Like, really, really like. Oh wow, this is a story we can yeah. actually like that can form a sentence. Yeah. And you're <laughs> like I'm like watching it and I'm like, "Oh, oh, 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 oh." Uh-huh. <laughs> what? So you have to watch you Hereditary, never seen Hereditary, Dan. Hereditary? 
Well, well, I was just commenting on her on her frightened noises. Uh, what? Yeah, what? Well, uh, oh, what? Like, what? It's uh, you. Wa- it's like that though. You watch it. You'll you'll see when you guys watch it. Like I had my hand up in front. I'm like, oh my god. Uh, uh. Like, I've never had so much anxiety during a movie, and I love scary movies. Oops, it was good. That was like. It was a really nice surprise. It was like a yeah. refreshing breath of like kind of a horror movie. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, now uh, Greg, uh, any uh, final thoughts on this business here? Talking about how if our millennial movies scary, um, it it really depends. Like they're, they're definitely scary. I just don't know if like some of them are good. Like, <laughs> no, like, like they have the jump scares and everything right. in, but like I liked um. Last year, uh, it part one. I mean, mm. I know it's a remake and everything, but it was it was really good. It just, it, but you like, know, like you like the characters that. and you like the story the and the it, monster was scary. Yeah, the you, new it the the issue that I have with it is because it's so polished and great production value. Uh, the fir- the original scares me more than the new one because the original was a little bit more grittier it was a little bit more believable than a little bit more daytime tv i was gonna say i don't know if it was more believable well it was more believable because of the grit yeah okay so <laughs> like the, all i think of with the original and i like the original but i love tim curry but there's the scene where they're like at the restaurant at the table and yeah the, the part the part like, two part yeah they look like pipe cleaner spiders and start oh, they are yeah. they it's are like they so just so cheesy it's <laughs> so cheesy I mean some sometimes movies can have like great special effects though with just like those old style props and I think that's why we love some of the older horror movies and stuff just because of like what they did with yeah. everything well let's like, just like, let's they're just, not yeah. just using CGI slock to make yes. make werewolf monster number two that looks like junk yeah. and you're and you're like what is this is this yeah. supposed to scare me what is this all right what is it let's just jump to the finish line on this one john and greg who had the better horror movies generation x or millennials generation x yeah it's, it's gotta be generation x because they could get away with so much more and i will give that a godzilla roar <laughs> that was <wasn't> like <laughs> Yes, it was. The new Godzilla goes. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're moving on to the next seg- segment, which is based on a blog that I wrote, which is called, I entitled "Too Many Horror Movie Categories." And I'm too just gonna, many cooks. Uh, yes, too many cooks. And I'm going to read to you guys the horror movie categories that I found on Wikipedia. And I have two complaints here. Of course, the Top, the theme is there's too many. However, also, I have no idea what the hell some of these are. You know, as a teacher, if my students use Wikipedia, I tell them it's not a legit resource. You know what? <laughs> are we in a classroom or are we in a radio studio? <laughs> so I, I might be wrong here. Okay, but let's just cut to the chase and, and not have a debate on whether Wikipedia is credible <laughs> enough for me to list off horror movie categories. Because in my opinion, there should be three horror movie categories, and that is... Monsters. Monsters, ghosts, and psychos. Yeah, that's really all there is. However... Oh, zombie. Well, zombies are monsters? Yeah, zombies would, are monsters. Monster, right? mm, how yeah. about aliens? Aliens, monster. It's not human. <laughs> all right, so you're lumping them all together. Yeah. That's like sci-fi. Yeah. So, okay, monsters, sci-fi... No. Ghosts and serial killers. M- monster sci-fi does not need to be a category. It's <laughs> it's just a fucking monster. All right, read your That's categories. Like a different genre. It's not yeah, horror. right. 
Like, like is Godzilla horror? Godzilla's a monster. How about Godzilla War of the Worlds? Is that horror? They're aliens. They're monsters. But it's not a horror movie. It's a thriller. But they're aliens that are acting like monsters. The thriller ah. movie was yeah. a pretty good movie. Well, I guess as an example, I'll say <laughs> the uh, uh, Cloverfield. Okay, then oh, let's yeah. see if you because guys... Because Cloverfield's like seriously straight up killing a whole bunch of New Yorkers. Yeah. Cocoon. That's a scary oh. movie, too. Okay, that's more suspense sci-fi, and we're getting off no, track. No, a Quiet right Place. <laughs> no, Cocoon's not scary at all. Quiet right, Place is fine. definitely a horror. A Quiet oh, Place. That was okay, a You guys <laughs> seem to like discussing categories, so I'm going to give you the first... Uh, uh, I'm going to start going over them. Okay, African <laughs> horror films. What? Yeah, suddenly everyone's fucking silent. What did you say? <laughs> you heard me. I African didn't... horror films. That's a category. Does this need right. to be a specific category? What? Are, are there... I, I know there's a... like. Sure, there's a production. I can't. Company I can't there. remember where because <laughs> there's like production companies out in Africa that actually make horror films, isn't there? I, I don't know. Like I know they make cheesy, cheesy slack like ripoffs. Like, yeah. Like even the French do that. Yeah, so. Copper Man instead of Iron Man. Like was it like the Indian movies, which right. have been uploading like. Bollywood. I would actually love to see. I would love to see its own category. Is what I'm asking. Nightmare on Elm Street. The horror Bollywood. I mean, it's on Netflix. (laughs) All right. right. I'm going to chase you with this machete down the hallway. (laughs) Good. Good. All right. You are going to get cut now. Next category. (laughs) Next category. Horror anthology films. Ooh, like uh, was it John Carpenter's uh, movie? What was it? Body bags. That was an anthology. What do you mean by anthology? Like yeah, that, that's like what I'm asking. Like a like, like a, trick or treat. Like oh, uh, oh you mean like I some love bunch trick or treat. Of, I just watched that the other day. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, oh, so just a bunch of vignettes. Yeah, like basically, bunch of stories but, tied together. But yes. does it really need its own category? No, it's a horror. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's everything at once. Then it's monsters, psychos, and ghosts. Yeah. Well, like cabin in the woods. Oh, that was a good one too. Okay, moving on. Asian horror. Wait, Cabin like, in the Woods want? was like the one with the 3D screen and stuff. Wait, what? Cabin in the Woods had like the 3D screen and... Yep. Right? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Where he's like dirt biking and... Oh, yeah. yeah all right. Good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hits into the wall. Here's yeah. what we'll do. I'll just start reading them off instead of one by one <laughs> because, so you, be, because, you, because you chatty people <laughs> l- like to chat well, a lot. Excuse me for talking about horror movies, Dan. <laughs> and, and, I thought that was a topic. And then Tatiana, this is Dan America reads a list. <laughs> and then I'm going to read a list. I read lists. That's what I do. I mean, if I made no a video about that. attention to me, it's not fun. Okay, here we go. All right, we had eight, we left off at Asian more horror movies. Okay, horror films Asian about horror horror, horror movies. <laughs> That's Dan's favorite, the Asian horror movies. Asian. At least there's not a horror movie called the hors d'oeuvre. <laughs> All right, horror movies about the horror d'oeuvre. Horror films about birds. Does it need its own category? What? This is a fake Wikipedia page. No, it this is, is not. not real. Okay, like films based on horror works. Too long. This is fake news. No, it's not. <laughs> so then there's probably like, a, what, is there a bee category and an ants category? Because there's a bunch kid of ants. probably wasted movies. and made his own Wikipedia page, and Dan's taking it as an actual. <laughs> Yo, we'll have giant ants. <laughs> Do we really need demons? Yes. Yeah, to, to, to segregate them. Well, demons in a cult are the same thing. I thought okay. they were pretty much segregated. French zombie movies. <laughs> French zombie movies? I mean, I guess if it's a French movie, it's... Lost what? horror movies. What's that? It's one, it's one they're lost. What about Killer Tomatoes? 
Do they need their own mm-hmm. genre? I mean, Blair Witch Kill would be a, would Blair Witch be a lost horror movie because they're lost in the yeah. woods? Yes. Or, oh, so like, like for when those movies are cheap and they're that's kinda, the woods. But that one's kind of POV so too. That's like a POV. They're like, let's animal. just run around the woods. Oh no, there's a okay. guy with a costume. Yeah. Ah. He, here's one that really bothers me: Psycho Biddies. That's like one night in China. <laughs> <laughs> this is so not a real list, Dan. The no, fuck? actually, the list has changed since I wrote the blog. I think yeah. someone read my blog. <laughs> I sincerely think someone read my blog and, and, and took the, and took the ones that I complained about out because they're not there anymore. You realize anyone can make a Wikipedia page? Like, there's no legitimate. Like, I guarantee some drunk college. Yeah. You know what? Just Fine. Register for a license to write on Wikipedia. All right, then instead of looking at Wikipedia, oh why don't we? Why don't this we all? This is exactly why I tell my students it's not a legitimate resource. That I would love is the best example ever. All right, fine. <laughs> How about? Did you create this page? No, I did not. <laughs> Tatiana bird, did. Bird movies, Asian horror movies, and psycho biddies. The peaches need a genre in a horror film. <laughs> Ta- this is. Tatiana made this Wikipedia page. No, I didn't. Yes, she did. I would pay horror the respect <laughs> that it deserves. You always pay okay, horror. Then, <laughs> all right, then, then one at a time, Tatiana, list the horror categories that should be. Give us a definitive list. <laughs> the horror categories? Horror. Horror categories. Well, you got your $10 horror. They're very different. Um, <laughs> uh, BBC? Well, no. Sp- there's like the occult ones. Like, right? Demons, ghosts, Monsters. spirits, occult. So there's the occult movies. There's the zombie movies, Monsters. which are, their, no, they're their own thing. There's the monster movies, like like um, hammer horror movies, like Frankenstein and all of that shit. Um, Creature from the Black Lagoon, all of that. Um, there's alien movies. And then, sci-fi horror. yeah, sci-fi horror. Um, what am I missing? Cannibalism. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cannibalism and serial killers, for sure. Um, like my friend Dahmer. That wasn't really technically a horror movie, but it was so scary. I consider it a horror movie. Mm. So good. Uh, Oh, it's really good. It's honestly one of the few movies I've seen that like it just gives you the willies. Like it gives you the creeps. You know? Yeah. You guys jump on me for saying one little thing. She just said that it gives her the willies. When's the last time you heard (laughs) someone say that they have the willies? I had the willies last Tuesday night. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse you. <laughs> Pretty good. Okay. Uh, are you finished? I was going to make your... a dirty joke, but I held it up. Are you fi- are you finished with your horror movie categories? Yeah, that's all I would say there is. All I mean, right. that covers everything. All right, John, g- give me a definitive list. Uh, all right. Supernatural, like paranormal, occult, like Witchboard, and well, no. Demonic possessions is its own category. Mm. Because then you have The Exorcist, which doesn't really translate over to The Haunting. So, I mean, they're kind of two different paranormal movies. And then you have zombies, clearly. Uh, domestic horror movies, where it's like the like Stepfather. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that was those, it's a good one. Um, isolation horrors. Like, you see, like... Not really a great movie. But <laughs> I'm, open drift, uh, I, I'm back to the horror thing and, and isolation horror. 
So so what does she do? Just like stand on the corner like and touch herself? they're on a herself? fucking raft in the middle of the ocean uh, and they had to fight an octopus, Dan. No, oh, there God. was, uh, I don't know if it was horror, but what was that one where the girl was trapped on a rock Isn't and the tide isolation was coming in cam girl? and there was a shark? Uh, a the cam girl? Uh, Nobody the likes my jokes. The shallows. The shallows. Oh, that was so bad. Yeah, was the shall- she's literally like by the fucking beach and she's like, uh, I can't uh, get uh, the water. Uh, my period. <laughs> Worst movie in the Whereas world. Whereas Jason Statham is just out there punching sharks. Because he's badass. Blowing a boulder. <laughs> he's tough. This is a megalodon. I'm going to go up and punch the megalodon. The megalodon. In his, his like badass accent because he's fucking badass. You're punch the meg. Meg, you're going to get punched. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's so mad what? at us because we keep mad. digressing. <laughs> okay, John, do you feel that you are done with your categories? Vampires, Wendigos. Uh, killer clowns. Ooh, clown ones. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. <laughs> All right, Craig. I'd probably just be simple and do it by like year. You know, like nineteen seventies, nineteen eighties, nineteen nineties. Because every every kind of decade has its own kind of thing. If you really realize it, like eighties kind of started like slashers and stuff, and seventies was more like suspenseful kind of thing like earlier back it was well millennials try to come up with slasher movies but they suck no but that's true because there is that the decades though because it's like the hammer horror movies were back you know and what were those the 50s and stuff and and then i think it was like i don't know exactly what movies started it but it's always like a trend with studios like something starts it yeah something did good and then everyone had to jump on it they're like whoa now and it really is the decade now now we need a slasher now let's make this let's make this dude yeah he just wears a mask and he's trying to kill Jamie Lee Curtis. Well, they made nine Hellraisers. Oh, nine of them. It's crazy. Six of them never made. There's nine? nine. No, they're the ones you walk through Walmart and you see them in the bin for right. like they're a like, couple here, bucks. You can get this for free anything. <laughs> we yeah. are the we are the Cinnabon bites. Cinnabon. Have your Cinnabon. <laughs> the ginger dead man. <laughs> oh <laughs> God! See that? Passion of the Passion of the Crust was the sequel. <laughs> so should Walmart uh, <laughs> Walmart discount bins be a oh horror movie? God. Category? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Well, kids do get lost in those. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're always near a restaurant. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> We're going to make a movie the, so the I, Walmart or old-fashioned way. So this concludes the too many categories. We're stopping with uh, there should be a Walmart category. So I guess I was wrong about there should only be three. But <laughs> it's time to move on to the next segment. Just, because this is our... Scary movie, horror movie. I had to say scary movie, horror movie, because apparently whenever I say horror movies, you guys think I'm saying horror. <laughs> yeah. So moving, Your articulation is not great. Moving on. <laughs> now we're going to be talking about something that is not in a movie, but inspires horror movies. Let's get to talk about Get to talking about serial killers. Tatiana, is this your area of expertise? Um, sure. All right, tell us something about serial serial killers. What do you want to know? Well, I- introduce it. Tell us what is a serial killer. Well, that's um, you know, the, it's funny because there's different definite. Well, obviously, like there's a legal definition of what a serial killer is. You have to murder so many people, but from from like a psychiatric standpoint there's actually I'm trying to look up her name um I think it's Helen Morrison um fuck there's a doctor a psychiatrist I'm reading her book right now called My Life Among the Serial Killers it's really really good and 
Yeah, Helen Morrison. She was a female psychiatrist who worked with all the major serial killers like John Wayne Gacy, Ed Gain, all of them. And um, the way she defines a serial killer is really like the pathology as to why they behave a certain way and that there's no cause, you know. So like she goes back to like like Vlad the Impaler and stuff and, and talks about all these mass murderers and multiple murderers. But her idea of serial killer is really like the pathology behind it. And that's what separates people, whereas the legal definition is different. So, yeah, it's interesting. Okay. John, what do you think a serial killer is? A uh, guy that pretty much cuts off somebody's head, puts it on his own head as a hat, and drives through three states. But that's different because <laughs> Wait, does that happen? No, that's from uh, was it Con Air? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, which is an amazing God, movie. I forgot. But but this is what but this is the thing though. This is what Doctor Morrison argues is that's that just one of the victims. Well, but this is what she argues is that as a psychiatrist who's worked with all these serial killers, is that even if someone did that, say someone killed ten people and chopped off their heads. That if they had a cause behind it, like, so say I murdered 10 people, but I was doing that, believing that, um, you know, if I murdered those 10 people, it would make me more youthful. Or if I murdered those 10 people, it would benefit the community or whatever. Like, that's not really a serial killer because you have a purpose behind it. So it, from the psych, it's a really interesting reading, it's like, like a psychiatric so, so standpoint of serial killers versus. Right? No? Well, it's a delusion if you believe something yes. that's delusion, you know. So technically, you're considered like legally a serial killer because you murder so many people. But psychiatrically, she argues that it's not a serial killer because there's they're doing it with an intended purpose of belief versus just just, you know, being a sociopath and murdering all these people for no reason. Yeah, I don't, I just, I kind of like look at that and I try to like put it into something else like a rapist. Like, mm. technically, yeah, legally on the book you're a rapist, but I mean, psycholo psychologically, you might just be uh, an aggressive romantic. <laughs> oh, well, no, it's it's interesting, and that's a whole another interesting thing. I'm going to start. I'm going to digress because I'm actually doing a case study right now for my advanced neurobiology class about someone who had a traumatic brain injury. That after they had the brain injury, they injured their injured their temporal lobe, which and they injured the area of their brain that controls sexuality, and they became hypersexual and actually became a pedophile Jeez. after this traumatic brain injury. That was in no Yikes. way their fault, but yeah, it's. That's a whole. You're gonna get me like to nerd out, and I try to <laughs> avoid that because I'll go on a, I'll go down a wormhole. That makes me never wanted to hit my head. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's fascinating. Check corners on the cabinet door. <laughs> oh, oh god! Oh god! Oh, careful, careful though. You're oh, like, I'm I'm like, a right <laughs> like diddling kids now. Oh, what the you know? Hell? And I've, I've had the playground. How come it never goes like the the other way around? Like you hit your head, and all of a sudden you're a senior citizen molester or something. <laughs> In fact, how can we never hear about someone going around molesting scenes? Oh, well, well, you, you do, do. Actually, Come here, Grandma. Wait, are you just, those, are those you just talking about... Real, those are the real criminals and, the, like, opportunists. Like I was going to ask if Dan's so, so just talking about his fantasy. If they're a pedophile, they're a sicko, fantasy. but if they touch senior citizens, they're an opportunist? Well, no, they're still a sicko, but they're taking advantage of a vulnerable population. So, you know, there's a different kind of thing going on there. Well, the there's there's different types of pedophiles. You're gonna get me to go down a wormhole. Um, you know, there's there's different types of pedophiles based on the age range that they like, and and you know, taking advantage of an older person. That's a different type of vulnerable vulnerable population. So you're okay. gonna you're gonna digress this whole podcast if we start talking we're, about we're it. Off track, we're off track a bit. Okay, it's, it, it's Greg's turn. Greg, what is a serial killer to you? They all have three names usually. <laughs> John Wayne Casey. Well, Jeffrey Dahmer had two. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I was, I was kind of looking up because I, I, there's a lot. Like I mean, we all know the famous ones, but like 
Uh, I mean, I kind of forgot about Ted Bundy for a second. Oh, yeah. You know? There's the BTK killer, Every, the Green River Everyone killer. thinks about Jeffrey Dahmer. What, what was, it? Was, it, was he drilling he was, holes in the kids' heads and then well, pouring, like, boric acid in or something? Uh, that was later on. Initially, he just started, like, murdered people, but later on, he tried to turn people into, like, living sex dolls. So he oh, did. Yeah, he drilled right. holes in their heads Can and poured acid in there. Imagine that moment where the door locks behind you and you just know that you're fucked. And uh, no escape, and you're just getting hit in the head with a hammer. Well, and or, no, and the fucked up thing though is like if you look at a lot of these serial killers, yeah, Dennis and, Rader, Richard Ramirez. Oh, there's so many. Brooklyn. I have a whole encyclopedia of serial killers at my house that I read through because I'm fucking weird like that. But because I have a dream to work with sociopaths and serial killers, it's like my secret psychi- is psychiatric. Is that why dream. you're on this podcast with me? Yeah, you're oh, emotionally Harley disturbed. Okay. This is all just a. But you know. <laughs> It's it's Are you gonna make a super <laughs> team with them or something. <laughs> no, I want to work. You're gonna go fight supernatural stuff. Like we're gonna go out every Black like, Friday uh, and get all the deals. Suicide squad, like my own Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, but instead of fighting like super powered aliens, maybe you just start off a little bit smaller first. Like yeah, we're like, 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 vigilantes. Va- you just fight some vampires first or something. Like serial killers would be good oh at God. killing vampires. I Probably. still see no difference between everything that you just listed and millennials. You start off with the local politicians and you work your way up. <laughs> so but, John's got. Uh, the right idea <laughs> what were we saying you were saying oh we were talking about all the different serial killers but that's the thing the crazy thing is if you look at a lot of these serial killers a lot of them like could have been caught before they were actually caught like yeah. they were complaints made to the police about them or they were i mean john wayne gacy people escaped and complained to the police you know there, there's like the was it green river killer or whatever like he'd been arrested for domestic violence and shit and then let go and continued to kill people <laughs> You, know? you, better, you better take it easy on them cops. They got a tough job, all right? <laughs> different eras, you know. They let okay. they uh, different eras. The killer's a cop. Yes, yeah. that that's like the Golden State Killer, or whatever yep. his name is. That's like yeah. that movie Maniac, uh, Maniac Cop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How about Zodiac, the Zodiac Killer? You know, or Ted Cruz is dead. Or the serial killers <laughs> they don't even know about, like all those Ted dead Cruz. bodies off yeah. Long Island. Yeah. You know, or the Craigslist killer. He was a doctor in med school. If you think about it, like how many serial killers, how they get caught is so fascinating. I know. Was that Leonard Lake and Charles Ning? That there was these two guys in Sacramento or somewhere in California. They were they built a makeshift wall. They would kidnap women, uh, do stuff, and then kill them like horribly. But Leonard Lake got caught because. He was he stole like a glove a pair of gloves I don't even remember. Yeah, it's crazy shit they like, get caught on. Yeah. It's and it's then, uh and then he took a cyanide pill and killed himself, but like <laughs> Costco always gets the serial killers. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right, so I I suppose my definition of a serial killer is it's someone who kills multiple people and it's about their personality. It's like killing is their personality or the manner in which they murder is their personality. It's someone who has an addiction to murder. So the so according to the FBI. But like a healthy addiction. A hel- or there is no healthy addiction. <laughs> It's like a delusional person, like some weirdo who like that's their life and they view like real life or like our lives as insignificant to their own uh, needs or importance. Well, so according to the FBI, this is from Psychology Today, according to the FBI, a serial killer is someone who commits at least three murders over more than a month with an emotional cooling off period in between. And it involves committing two or more murders with a psychological motive or sadistic and sadistic sexual overtones. See, in my opinion, a serial killer murdering someone would cool them off emotionally. 
So the FBI is wrong again. <laughs> Jeez. There's so well there and there's so many different like I said there's the FBI version there's start the little legal version jerks, huh? there's the psychiatric aspects you know and and even then there's like you know people view things differently so that's oh, interesting. All right. So we, we've gone around, expressed uh, how we all, what we all think a serial killer is. Now it's time for our favorite serial killers. Tatiana, mm. do you want to lead us off? Oh, Jeffrey Dahmer is my favorite by far. Okay. I have so many books on him. He really fascinates me. Um, I think because, you know, he's, uh, serial killers in general, they fascinate me because some of them are so charismatic and um, I really got hooked on Jeffrey Dahmer after watching that movie, My Friend Dahmer, that was based on the graphic novel. And I've read so much about him and it just, it's its very, I don't know, he just fascinates me so much. All right, now keep in mind, we're all aware that serial killers are bad and that we should not glorifying them. And by yeah. going around and saying which one our favorite well, yeah. is, does not make us bad people, but people <laughs> who are fascinated well, by Well, no, things. that's a good way to put it because, right, like what fascinates me about serial killers in general because- I am very obsessed with them and I read about serial killers all the time is the pathology behind it and why people go into like how they act and why they act in certain ways. And I find it very fascinating, you know, that serial killers can be very charismatic. Like John, John Wayne Gacy is not as fascinating to me though, as like Jeffrey Dahmer, who is charismatic in a different way. Um, you know, and, and just the pathology of the ways they act. And when you watch interviews with Jeffrey Dahmer, he's just so, you know, he's very controlling in terms of he, you know, he says what, well, he's not alive anymore, but when he would watch interviews with him, it's like he would say what he would want. He would really control the conversation without, like, you observing that. You know, he would only let on what he would want. And he was always so neutral in his facial expressions. I don't know. It just, the whole thing was so fascinating to me in terms of the, the, the mental health behind it. So, I don't know. I'm in a Jeffrey Dahmer phase right now. All right. Hold on a second. This should be fun. Uh, yeah. Hi, when are you coming home? You're on the podcast right now. Oh, who's your favorite? <laughs> 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 who's your favorite Dammer serial killer? Oh. Hungry for I'm some boys. Chris <laughs> enough, he would only eat the skins off the chicken from Popeyes. <laughs> okay. Any any other serial killers that give you a little tickle, Tatiana? Zodiac, because they haven't ca- caught him yet. Okay. I actually find the Zodiac thing fascinating, and that the fact, I mean, they, the reality is they probably did catch the Zodiac, I feel like, with I the suspects they, they had. I thought they thought there was one suspect in particular there, that they thought was definitely him. Like, wasn't there a guy who wrote the uh, wrote a book, and that was kind of what um, the stories of the police in that book or whatever was then Yeah, but they never really formally. That they made but they nev- with, um, with Jake Gyllenhaal and Robert Downey yeah, Jr., Jake, the new one, Jake, yeah. Jake Geronimo. But they never really formally caught him. And, and and I think the med school one, too. I think the Zodiac and then the, the Craigslist killer. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he was a serial killer who was actually a med student. He was engaged. Um, also, again, what's, you know, very charismatic, successful in med school. Um, and, you know, he would murder. He would find people like prostitutes and stuff on Craigslist and then murder them. And and it was interesting because he like would keep their underwear and stuff in, you know, underneath his mattress. Like when they searched the house, they found all these. And it's, it, that's an interesting thing to me, too, because when you look at like like underwear in particular, why serial killers and people like that, it, it's interesting because the, the psychiatry behind it, they think it's not even just, you know, like a sexual thing, like keeping win- women's panties, but it's more like like almost like a childhood regression, like they like like how soft the material is. And and sometimes serial killers like you have who was it? The biter. I forget his name. There's the serial killer who was the biter. And, you know, he used to bite all of his victims 
And it was interesting because when they applied like a Freudian theory to it, it was like thinking that he was stuck in the oral fixation stage and some trauma happened to him during the oral fixation stage. And that's why he would then bite all of his victims. Is that the, was that Ramirez? No, um, I got to look up his name now. It's going to drive me nuts. Okay. Well, Tatiana's looking up that. John, which serial, serial, serial killers give you a little tickle? Uh, I like Jack the Ripper. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of going to say that, actually. <laughs> well, 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 not like, <laughs> I, I said tickle. Okay, which ones intrigue you? Try, uh, trying to steer away from the... Richard Masick, the mad biter. Richard Masick. Oh, ew. Yeah. Masick, the mad biter. Yeah. yeah I'm always, never forget your sophomore prom. All right, John. Uh, the Toolbox Killers. They were, it was like a pair of guys. They made a makeshift bed in the back of a truck, and they would pick up a girl, rape, the shit, rape her and kill her. Um, Jesus. It's not fascinating. Like, <laughs> I want to study these brains. All right, like, stunning. I couldn't, I, I, I just, like, all I could think about is, like, because what I do is, like, well, I used to do is, like, watch a lot of, like, YouTube videos, and they would do, like, the stories on, like, a lot of these serial killers. And, like, there was this one, well, I mean, Richard Speck was always kind of crazy. With the Chicago, uh, he would kill, he killed, like, eight or nine uh, nurses. Mm. Right, um, and like hidden their hidden their dorm or whatever, and then slowly as they came came home that night, he would like either choke them, rape them, kill them, or whatever kind of combination. But he did. Yikes. Oh mm-hmm. wow, Jesus! Um, yeah. Now I'm kind it's of South fri- Chicago. Now I'm kind of frightened of John and Tatiana because they know way too much about serial killers. Well, there's like gay serial killers. I mean, there's like whole sub like sub. Well, sub- but that was John Wayne Gacy. Like he used to go down. To you know, a lot of the male prostitutes, he's go to the one section of town. He and, <laughs> but no, but that That's was got that you know, and he would he had um, and it's interesting with Gacy. I think it was Gacy. He one of the things they talked about that Dr. Morrison talked about in her book was really like the projection identification and 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 it was interesting because they were talking about how in one place there was when he used to work as a chef or something or in a diner there was a cop who used to come in and then that's where in his head he got the identity of a cop so when he used to cruise to pick up victims sometimes he would be in a cop car and you know it's just the pathology behind all their behaviors is really bizarre and i think that's i don't know for me in mental health it seems like the last like the last frontier and that's why it's so interesting to me horrible what they do but it's interesting right. from a but when you crack that head open and you just mm. like Ugh. that's the thing like what drives people to do that and to think it's okay and then and be, then there's ones that are just like because yeah like, like there's no reason no and it never hit me and and i have patients like that now right. that are certainly you know like i i can i'm not going to talk about any of them on air but i certainly have patients now that are serial killers in the making, you know, even young children. And it's just, it's, where does that come from? You know, those behaviors, it's very, like, how does your brain get that fractured or develop in that way? Did you ever watch the killer kids? Uh, the killer special? kids things always creep me out. It was terrifying. Like they, they, yeah. they one, the two boys brought this, like they were like 11 or 12. And then this boy was like seven or eight. Mm-hmm. They lured him. They thought it'd be a, a, a real goof, a real gas to kill a kid. <laughs> so they, Brought this kid out in the woods, caved his head in with a fucking Ugh. rock, oh, that. and then story, stuffed yeah. a stick in his ass. Oh, I know that oh, story. God. Yeah. Like, oh, well, how about the two girls? They made it. The, they made. I the knew dumb- you should have never said no to no lot more lucky charms. Like, oh, God. Like, there was the girls though. Um, 
that's like based on sl- the Slender Man story. Oh, yeah. There was yeah, the two yeah. girls and the one yeah, they, they actually. Yeah, friend over. Yeah, and the one they like diagnosed as schizophrenic afterwards. And she actually had a genetic. Her father was schizophrenic. I watched. There was that documentary. I forget what it was called. It was really good. Um, you know, it's a sad story, but it's interesting watching the interviews with the little girls and stuff, and they just talk about it so like, ah, it's bizarre. You just you want know? to take a bat and cave their head in. Like, who does that, <laughs> right? Like, it's like, who does like, that? We just mop this stain off. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> All right, uh, Greg, uh, favorite sh- serial killers? I don't really have favorites. I mean, they are or, or interesting. The, and I, I the, really the ones like... that you find most interesting, like the ones that you stop on, on just like pay attention to. I was just thinking, you know, Jack the Ripper, the famous ones, Ted Bundy, John Wayne Gacy, Jimmy mm. you know, okay. those, those yeah. are the most famous ones. Those are the ones that anyone can be like, I know who that is, except for millennials, because yeah. they don't know who people are anymore. No. I think <laughs> what kind of scares me about millennials, though, is, and I don't know if you guys have noticed this, like, uh, like I know why I'm fast, like fascinated by serial killers and stuff. But it's kind of scary yeah. to me in this generation. I was, I was actually, well, I'm going to finish. I'm let you finish. I was. Are you going to say it? I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna wait to hear. If, well, if I was you. just gonna say it's it's kind of weird to me and bizarre that with this generation that the millennials are so obsessed with true crime and with serial killers, like it's like a trend. I don't know. I, it's like I feel like we're like developing a, a society of sociopaths well, and, and personality disorder, like antisocial personalities that develop into like criminals. I don't know. It's okay. weird to me. All right. Well. Let me say who my like favorite serial killers are, and that is uh, Elizabeth Bathory and Ed Gein. Well, and Elizabeth Bathory though is Dr. Morrison argues that she's not really a serial killer oh, because she had she yes yeah, she murdered all these people, but she bathed in the blood with she the purpose in, of becoming youthful, and, and she had a reason for she was it. Yeah, become yes. a phoenix. But, but but she also uh, had different ways of killing them. Well, like she was torturous. <laughs> yeah. But this is why it's, oh, geez, this is why it's interesting. Because, right, there's like, obviously, she, she's a serial killer in terms of the definition, and she murdered all these people over this much she, amount of time. But, but it's myth that she was bathing in their blood to become young again. Well, but no, she believed that, which is what Dr. Morrison argues, who worked with all these serial killers. I mean, Dr. Morrison sat one-to-one with all of these serial killers and investigated them all and talked to them all and she was the one who spoke at their trials and stuff and she talks about her where like is that really a serial killer because she was doing something with a belief yes it was a delusion but, but she it's didn't a she didn't use all of their blood <laughs> What I, what I will argue this. I, I, I think that Elizabeth not, Bathory was arguing, a serial killer. I'm not arguing one way or another. I'm just saying the different she, perspectives there are. Okay, but she didn't use all of their blood. You know what's crazy? Though? I will make that you argument. Imagine how many people that she probably said. This is just an assumption. She had a diary. Oh. She killed over 300. I'm not talking about Elizabeth oh. Bathory. I'm talking about the doctor lady. Oh. <laughs> oh. Is she a serial killer? No. no. Um, you, like, I wonder how many people that she talked to was just completely feeding her bullshit. Just like kind of like creating a narrative in her their own head well and that's and she talks about it it's a really honestly this book is so good to read my life among the serial killers because it has like letter she has letters that like gacy sent her and mailed her and she's like she's a psychiatrist she analyzes all of them and and you can read through the bullshit and the patterns of behavior and stuff um you know it's it's really interesting and she talks about their behaviors and how they would purposely say things or do things to try to control the conversation and say bullshit and try to feed her bullshit and like it's really interesting you it's, know i mean they even thinking of it like that like you're allowing john, uh, john wayne gacy to access to an address you can well no mail from. well but the thing is it's like 
that's what's crazy too. She writes about it in the book is that she had an unlisted address. That this is how they they found her address. Yeah. Like Gacy did. She talks about I think it was Richard Masek, the biter who mm. who she worked with. And she was staying at a motel by the jail and he was a prisoner in the prison. He was in there and somehow she was at the motel and her phone rang and it was him calling from prison no, taunting that's her. Creepy. And she had to be like, you know, you can't do this otherwise, like as a doctor, I'm not gonna come meet with you. you know and crazy? she had to set those boundaries with him. And it's kind of crazy like that that kind of situation where you know that somebody in the jail helped that person do that. I know. I know. Like, and then because it's like that's what that's an even another level of it. Like, right. You have people that work at jails that are clearly yeah serial killers or enthusiasts of it. Oh, I'm sure there's people who are professionals that are. I mean, obviously the Craigslist killer was in med school. Like right. he was going to be a doctor, and he was like convoluted. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm sure there are people who are in professional fields that are crazy like that. All right. Um. About to wrap up the serial killer conversation. <laughs> Dude, so creeped out by us now. I'm not creeped out. Every, everyone's moved away from Johnny and I. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, about to wrap up the serial killer conversation. But first, I want to say about the millennial thing. Millennials are obsessed with true crime. They love researching serial killers. You think that we're on a path to all becoming serial killers. However, my question is, are there any new serial killers? I'm sure there are worth mentioning. Well, that's what I'm saying. What's what do you how would you how do you would you rate millennial well, serial killers? Yeah, exactly. That, that, that's what I'm saying because there haven't been like any like new big breaking stories of oh my god, look at this psycho with was eating well, the cereal was out of his skull. No, but there was a couple of years ago. There was the guy in Ohio. I forget his name. And um, wait, he, talking about the guy that kept the girls captive. Yeah, and the, the his house, he had oh, so many dead fucker. bodies in yeah. his house, and the sh the fucking street started to smell, and people were reporting it to the cops because the street smelled so bad from all the bodies decaying. What well, was he a millennial? What well, was the millennial era? I mean, yeah, but but like in a serial killer's mind, it, it, like he could be a freaking baby boomer, and nothing has changed. Like in his house, like he's still well, watching like the, tube. Well, the, the baby boomer is, generation is evil. So. The thing is, probably yeah. <laughs> all of the millennials now who are going to become serial killers are not developed yet at that point you know what i mean they're all like ripening like jeffrey dahmer and my friend dahmer when he's like just ripening into his like murder because the thing is the other thing is with serial killers you know one of the things that a lot of the things i've read that that it's like the behaviors are there right the cruelty to animals the antisocial behaviors the conduct disorder all of that stuff but it takes losing some sort of protective factor for the serial killers to actually start killing humans. So it's like a some sort of like maybe the parent was the reason they weren't killing people or a sister or a friend and all of a sudden that goes away and then they they move on from animals to people or you know bullying to murdering. And so I'm guessing like the millennial generation is frankly probably just too young for there to be any true okay. serial killers yet and I'm sure there's a ton blooming. I mean you know, I certainly have worked with my share of homicidal people in the millennial generation. So, I mean, they're probably brewing into this era. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and now to really conclude it, we'll have a little bit, a little fun with serial killers, and we're gonna have a serial killer battle royale. Out of all the serial killers, who wins? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't you know, get it. a bunch of serial killers uh, are, Dexter. Are, are gonna fight. No, De yeah, not a Dexter, fictional one. Dexter always wins. <laughs> who who wins in a battle royale of serial killers? Vlad the Impaler. I, I'm going to go with Ed Gain because he's going to team up with Jeffrey Dahmer. 
I'm going to say Rudy Giuliani because nobody <laughs> ever caught the Zodiac. <laughs> <laughs> America's serial killer. Oh Tatiana, Greg. A Vlad the Impaler. Vlad the Impaler so is going to win. Yeah. How is Vlad the Impaler a serial killer, but Elizabeth Bathory isn't? I wasn't saying she wasn't. They're I, even I was, related. I was telling you the different perspectives on what makes a serial killer She did not. not use all the blood. I said by the legal definition, she is. She killed so many people, okay. but she I'm telling you the different... And she was Hungarian. She was just trying to stay youthful, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Because the cosmetics hadn't been invented yet. <laughs> exactly. Such a misogynistic time. She had to be beautiful. They didn't have retinol cream yet. <laughs> yeah. All right, Greg, who, uh, serial killer battle royal, who wins? Uh, I feel like we all lose. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. No, they're only killing each other. What? That's what a battle royale is. This, this, is, this is some kind of god made like like death fight between serial killers like you brought them all back to life <laughs> and, yeah. and, they, and then they just fight for your amusement like yeah. like come on come on gacy can you go get them can you think of better subjects go gacy norman yeah. norman, <laughs> norman bates just go with norman bates norman bates is ed gain you're yeah just, i know yeah you're just using them like pokemon like fucking Same on each other. With me right there you heard it <laughs> well it's like psycho is based on ed gain yeah yeah well, well, well see here's the yeah. thing that intrigues oh, really? me that's yeah, based on so Psycho's based yeah. on Ed Gain with the story, so but Leatherface also corpses. because Ed Gain used to take like he actually had a lamp in his living room. I think it was the lampshade was made of human skin. Yeah. Like he used to wear the skin and make stuff out of it. Ooh, that was another thing too. He wore a woman's skin and like yeah. pushed his penis through the vagina. Yes, slit, it, right? yeah. Goodbye, <laughs> horses to you. No, 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 so here's why I think Ed Gain wins is because he is like so in a world of his own. Well, like all these other serial killers are going to be like, oh, you know, I'm a serial killer and I do, I'm because of this and because of that. And, and then it's like, here comes Ed Gain. Like, he doesn't know any better. Like, in his mind, it, it's just, you know, he's having like, breakfast. Uh, but no, but there's others. And that's, I can't think of, oh, fuck. There was another serial killer and I can't think of his name. And he murdered children. And Albert he used, Fisk? he was a cannibal. Was it? It was the guy that would put all the fucking pins in his dick. Yes, yes, Albert the Fisk. Alfred Fisk, yeah. yeah, and he like was a cannibal though. He would murder the kids and he'd was... cook them, and he was so fucked up. But that's oh the my thing. god, like, that was like 1800s. that was exactly it. He used that was to yeah, eighteen hundreds. I mean, anything pre nineteen hundred, like nineteen zero zero, fucking terrifying. Yeah, yeah. it's okay, oh, exactly. Didn't he put like twenty something well, like needles in his penis or well, something? That's kind of where like, like Ed Gaines' yeah. mind was at though, because he was isolated on that farm for so many years under the supervision mm. of his mother. His mother's like corrupting his head just like a Puritan would and that's why i think ed gain would win because ed gain was that fucked i think up. he was but i don't think he had anything on the pre like like you said the pre-1900 like before like, like there's some there fucked up even, stuff like back who, who the fuck was reporting serial oh yeah right i know in, no like, one there was probably so well, many yeah, that is like the creepy side like how many bodies you think are buried i say in this lady died and, and her face was cut off hmm, isn't that like that murder that happened two weeks ago hmm, nah, well, let's not like, look into it it's yeah. like the beginning of sleepy hollow with by tim burton the johnny depp one so it's it's a joke but in the beginning of sleepy hollow right there's like a body in the river and Johnny Depp's arguing to investigate it and they're like they're just like it's a body in the river it happens go, like yeah. once a week they're like if you find it in the river the cause of death is drowning next yep. <laughs> <laughs> like the problem is what it's like most plantation owners were serial killers they were killing hundreds of yeah, people yeah absolutely you know it's it's interesting I'm that's good for that's the why corn I think, harvest 
You know, the serial killers now are more famous because we have media to report them and stuff, but I think there's a lot of scary ones from back in the day. Well, I mean, especially when little girls, little white girls mm. were getting killed. Oh, my God, everybody stopped the All over the right. news, Well, that's right. just because, yeah. you know, um, the state of Massachusetts just had to sacrifice people for the harvest every every. Uh, <laughs> every Spirit of Massachusetts. Every soul. Oh it's the spirit of America. <laughs> Give us your kids. They just. Oh all right. My God. They, don't, they don't do it that much anymore, but they just went to church. Oh. They used to all the time. That's why we don't go. All right. Now we're going to get away from serial killers. D- don't make me whip out the Godzilla roar. Are you whipping out? Wait, what? I told you last podcast, if you whip out anything, I'm leaving. Remember? Ah. Whipping out your roar again, eh? Oh, so sa- says the girl that loves the serial killers. <laughs> So anyway, I would love to study them. I want to work for the FBI. No, no, you seem to want like a serial killer superhero team, like, and then he's over there and he wants that was Johnny's idea. He wants a serial killer freaking death match, (laughs) battle royale. See, Dan is emotionally disturbed. That's why I hang out with him because I'm really just studying him. I watch wrestling. Same damn thing. Oh All my right. god. It's We're gonna mo- be like Gothica where like you're in cahoots with someone and you really have just a bunch of people hidden in your basement. No. Uh, we we have been Tonight going on for almost match. an hour now. We're almost to the hour point. I don't I don't want to go on for too much longer, although this is very entertaining. This is just a sequel. It's not a trilogy yet. It may turn into a trilogy because I just got a message from our friend Kyle Cleeg. <gasps> oh, and he says that he still wants to do a horror well, movie episode. Well, which is episode. good because, we, I mean, this has really turned into just a serial killer discussion, so yeah. we really have to do another horror movie episode anyway. So. Well, movie. since we have John and Greg here, we're going to do a top ten list from everyone. Let's do a lightning round. Let's not make the explanations too long, uh, but we're all going to be discussing okay. our favorite horror movies and why, and the rest of us can criticize. We can make our little little, little cracks, our little jabs at the other person if they like a horror movie that we don't necessarily necessarily agree with but let's get started here so right. uh, i got out my chart here all right first let's go with johnny johnny your we're, we're uh, and it's a uh, top 10 uh 10 being like well, well obviously number one is your number one right uh, um, does everyone understand those terms number yes. one's your those top. directions yes. i didn't know we had homework hold on explain it again okay <laughs> we're going to be giving our top 10 horror movies going from 10 to 1, 1 being the greatest. All right, 10 tops. Okay, yeah. yeah. Now, nah, so you and your filthy, you you and Tatiana have filthy minds and you both love serial killers. Uh, I, I'm glad that there's an entire desk separating us. Greg, you're on your own. I didn't really hear Waiter, you. get him. <laughs> Chris <laughs> texted me that he's here, so. Killers. Oh, Chris is here? Yeah. Okay, well, well we have to let Chris in then. Well, so, should, you want me to go let him in? Uh, who wants to let Chris in? Should we let him in? Let him in. Of course we should let him All in. Right, is he going to be in on the lightning round? Okay, he could be on, in on the lightning All round. Right. Let the right one in. Let the right one in. Well, <laughs> Let the boy watch. Oh. I hope you guys get that reference. You oh, probably damn don't. It. Oh. He's bounding down. We just let the guy that was need going to, to start leave the studio to let Chris in. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Do, do you want Johnny to let Chris in after all that talk about how much you two love serial killers? It's probably still <laughs> fresh on his mind. <laughs> yeah. My husband loves serial Well, he loves them because I force him to. I think he probably, like, okay, I don't know I'm, what he married into. I think now I'm a little bit more it. afraid of you. Yeah, I didn't have that much of a reason before. I mean, m- my wife gets him, like, tries to force me to love actors that I absolutely hate. But, all right, here's Chris. Oh, here's, here he is. Here's Chris. 
lightning round. We we had a whole conversation about serial killers, and I said, the, I don't know if you know what you married into. The, 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 the man who makes our music. Serial, uh, sociopaths and psychopaths. Wait, say yeah. that into here. Uh, that's funny you mentioned that because I was just uh, on YouTube just uh, learning about sociopaths and psychopaths. See that? And, that's my oh, husband. Oh, wow. Narcissists. Uh, I trained him well. So you guys definitely want to just be Professor <laughs> X to a school of psychos. Like, I, I get it now. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like oh. you're just watching the latest rally Trump just through. No, I'm All right. Oh. So, so now we have Chris here, the man that makes our music. It's uh, Tatiana's husband, Chris. And finally, I'm not in a room alone with yeah. three guys who look exactly the same with beards and black shirts. Or he has a beard now. and he's wearing he a black taller. shirt. And skinnier. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we're about to go over our top 10 favorite horror movies. Uh, uh, one being the greatest, 10 being the not so greatest, but it's still in your top 10. And I know that we all love more than 10 horror movies, but these are the 10 ones that we love the most. Johnny is starting. Johnny, go. Uh, oof, um, Salem's Lot, number 10. Okay, we have Salem's Lot for Johnny. Why Salem's Lot? Um, it was one of those movies, like one of, one of the first horror movies seeing as a little kid. Uh, and it was Stephen King. So Stephen King's my favorite. Where the hell did my pen go? Who stole my pen? <laughs> the head did. No, uh, well, yeah, like, see, you want 10, like I need to make like an actual list and think about it. Like, well, you can think about it as we go because we'll criticize you and maybe How we'll change your mind. How does it take you that long to think of 10? 10 yeah. and why though? Like, and I feel like the answers are going to... Well, I don't suppose that you have to be, like, too intricate with your answers as to why. Like, I got a couple favor, and some of them are new. Well, how fast did it just take John to talk about Salem's Law? Which is a great movie. That is a good movie. Oh, yeah, by the way, Greg, you're up next. But, John, I will have to say this about Salem's Lot. I don't I don't buy the cheesy vampires in that. I don't like it when Stephen no, King terrible. does vampires. Does, no, no. does, does okay, Blade yeah, well, count as a horror film? See, like, <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I think of, like, really, really good yeah. horror movies, like, and clearly as we get start getting towards one, there's okay. favorite campy ones that I'll always watch. Yeah, okay, so I, you, you have a point there, because I do like some pretty campy horror like movies. There's holiday-themed movies you have yeah. to watch. Wait, so are we not doing 10 in a row? We're going around. Yeah, we're going around. Nine, then eight. Oh, I see. If I had to say number 10, I'm uh, like Army of Darkness. Well, you did jump your turn, but you are next. So, (laughs) no, you said me before. You were were shouting at me. You were like, how do you not come up with 10? But I didn't give you the order. I didn't tell you when it's your turn. Oh, geez. Semantics. (laughs) I am the dungeon master. I I am the. I have the conch. That is well, an I have the board. Movie, no, like, yeah, I, I, I've, terrible. Uh, you do. You do. I've been board. in horror movies, and I could do this. I just turned your mic off. Hey, fix that. <laughs> See, I am the such DM. A thing? I I am the dungeon master. All right, so I'm gonna. I gotta keep track on my phone of what we say. Okay. What uh, I say. Well, you're next, Tatiana. Wait, what about you? Well, wait, 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 Greg, why Army of Darkness? Number as at number ten. It's just it's, it's a fun movie. Okay, is that all you can... <laughs> All right. Um, um, well, because it's not really crazy horror. Like, like it does have some fucked up shit in it. Like, you know, like, like uh, 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 he little little dudes of him try to kill him at some point in a, in a freaking windmill. I think that's like the most horror part about it or whatever. And then like he accidentally ingests the one and then it grows out of him. Like it's all it's all Sam Raimi camp. Like like and. I know we're talking horror movies, but like uh, I really like the Ash versus the Evil Dead series. Mm, like, good one, I, yeah. If anything, that should be the next podcast is horror yeah. TV. 
because there's I don't a lot really watch now. that much horror TV though. There, there's a lot now. There's a, I there, mean, The Walking uh, Dead. But, but that's what I don't like about it. It's like horror movies are dying. It's like in order to have like a good engaging horror movie, it can't be a movie. It has to be a series now. Well, some stuff's even like like you can't make it into a movie. Like, did you guys ever see The Strain? Oh, the TV show? Yeah, I never the, see the, the strain. I just show, feel it. Like sometimes show, when I sit up, Caramel Del Toro, horror genius, like like say, yeah. freaking made this show that like no one really saw it, and it's fantastic. It's got these creepy, realistic vampires, and and, and like 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 they're Nazis also too, and there's like crazy. There, I mean, come on. There's it sounds there, like preacher. There, you'd love it. There's an old Jewish man hunting down a Nazi vampire. That's from Monster Squad. They have a Jew in it. <laughs> Scary German guy. Oh, okay. Uh, Except he it, doesn't. He doesn't hunt him. He just helps out. He's just friendly. He's just a friendly dude. Right. So, so well. Now it's Chris and Tatiana's turn for uh, favorite horror movie number ten. I'm gonna say Amityville Horror. Okay. Um, I I really like the story. I love spooky like haunting movies. I think they're the scariest to me, and it's a little bit. Like cheesy, but it's still really entertaining. But original or remake? No, I like the remake better actually. Me too. Um, and it's a little bit cheesy, right? But it's a good go-to, so I put it number ten. All right, Chris. What's your oh, number man. ten? He's so. In the order is going to be tough. So, um, I would say for fun, uh, ha- Halloween: The Curse of Michael Myers. Oh, okay, so that's Halloween five. Yeah, uh, is it five or six? Six. Wait, well, which one's five then? The Return of Michael Myers. Yeah. No. yeah. Wait a minute. No, wait no, a minute. The no. Return. The Return is four. Oh, you're thinking of Halloween yeah. Too Fast. To okay, Furious. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, hey, Halloween was before Fast. <coughs> at what? Choked a little bit. Choking on something fat. What? <laughs> no, say, There's tears welling in your Halloween eyes. Halloween and like Halloween one and two and okay, I think that's six. Later on would be. Uh, Maybe further down the list, but as a top ten, number ten, yeah, Curse of Michael Myers. Okay, yeah, that's All six. <laughs> because there's the two, um, mm-hmm. uh, there's the two with the little girl. Yeah. But then after that, that uh, Curse of Michael Myers is like the whole like when you find out it's all Michael Myers is like. The, like the demon host of like the cult of Michael Myers. Yeah, they change yeah, it into exactly. like exactly. Yeah. And there's that gruesome birth scene and like the, the, for yeah. for it to be the om- the opening. Yeah. yeah, and then she gets pushed against the things and he turns it on and it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so no one has to really watch it because we're just kind of. <laughs> okay, so it's, it was Dumb Deloise. <laughs> it, it, it's my turn to give my number ten. My turn to give my number ten, and I'm going to go with the others. Because I can't stand Nicole Kidman anymore. I, I wish that she would just <laughs> shut up about everything and just make movies. Then I would like her. Because I always liked Nicole Kidman until she started opening up her Nicole mouth Kildman. in real life. Nicole Kidman. <laughs> I always liked her until she started opening up her mouth in real life. And once she started opening up her mouth in real life, it occurred wow. to me. Well, she was she married say? to Tom Cruise. This is oh sounding a God. bit like I know. Way, way too more of a long storm. What? What did she do? Yeah, this is not really a lightning round. All right, I'll speed it up. I thought it was quick up. explanations, Dan. The others, the others. <laughs> All right. That's my number 10. I can get why you like it. It does have a unique twist, but then, like, once you know the twists. Yeah, once you know the twist, it kind of it, it kind of fades away. And Nicole Kidman does not get naked, so moving on to number nine, John. Uh, the Lady in White. I haven't I seen that yeah, one. Yeah, I didn't see that. Is um, it good? It's about this... But this little kid, 
and it's he gets trapped in uh, school. It's Halloween. It's Lucas Lucas Haas, and he gets locked into a classroom overnight. I haven't seen this in like since the early nineties, but uh, um, it's a really good movie. Um, anyway, he sees somebody getting killed, and the killer tries to kill him throughout the whole movie. It's a pretty good movie. Mm. I mean, it's not. That's why it's like number nine. Okay, Greg, you're up next. It's Monster Squad a horror movie? It's more you're going to put Monster... You know, it's it, more of a family. You're going to put I'm that asking. at nine? I'm asking. All right, just because you put it at... Or, or, but yeah, why are you asking if you're not going to put it at nine? You're on number nine. Because I'm asking. No, you can count it. I, yes. I say, Greg, you're up. The first thing you respond with is Monster Squad. <laughs> All right, Monster Squad up next. Yeah, go to the next one. Wait, uh, wait. This is supposed to be a lightning round, Dan. This is a Everything lightning round. Turning into like a huge You're minute long thing. Everything. That's because that's because everyone can't keep. To, well, now you know how I feel when I try to give my intros. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Greg is number nine monster squad for you. Yeah, yeah. And crucify the guy, Jesus. He'll never because, be a guest uh, again, jeez. What? That's what I do. I've crucified everyone who's ever came on here at some point. Yeah, you Roman. jerk. No wonder these guests don't come back and people get stuck listening to what? you. I just told you. I just told you that a previous guest has messaged me saying he wants to come back. Yeah. By the way, you're up. Number nine, Who, Tatiana me? and Chris. All right. I'm going to pick The Raven. Um, it was a movie about John Cusack plays Edgar Allan Poe and there's a bunch of murders based on his stories and he has to help solve it. Um, I wasn't completely sold on. I love John Cusack. I wasn't completely sold on him as Edgar Allan Poe just because the way his voice was. In the movie, but I think it's a good movie, and I like the concept. I it's, I watch it all the time. So I feel the like Raven. He would look like him. He does. No, he looks like him. He just he's a little bit like dramatic, like theatrical with his voice. When, whereas I prefer like this? that came out like maybe ten years ago or so. Um, it sounds familiar. I just don't yeah, like no, it. it was really good. But it's like I I prefer like Johnny Depp's type of voice for that era of acting, whereas John Cusack is very like theatrical in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the movie was good. It was a cool concept, you know. Okay. All right, Chris. Let's see, Christopher. All of what Tanya picked, um, I agree with definitely, but I'm just trying to make a list that she hasn't mentioned. So, so I'm going to actually go with number nine, the original Saw, for a couple reasons. Not the franchise itself. Like, I know they've made many, many, many Saws. Mm-hmm. Um, but when that first came out, it kind of changed. There's always been twists and Hitchcock twists and a lot of different things throughout film, but it kind of like broke a trend of non-twisty movies. And the ending just was monumental. I, I believe when it came out, I remember being like super stoked on it. And then Saw 2 was more like Law and Order meets yeah. meets more gruesome. Then they started to build that. But Saw 1, definitely uh, on the list somewhere. So number nine. All right, now my number nine, I'm standing here having a little bit of a difficult time trying to select my number nine because uh, I'm like, I'm indifferent right now because I'm kind of like throwing like the ones that I didn't care for that much out there and, but still hold like a special little place in my heart. Mm -hmm. So for number nine, I'm going to have to go with, oh, I don't want to put this movie so far down there, but on in the name of Halloween, but it's not really a drama. The Crucible. Okay. Can we consider that? Sure. I don't think that we can now. No. 
All right. You know what? Just cross that out. My number nine, Sweeney Todd. Oh, that's a good one. I mean, that's a musical, but I guess we can consider that horror. Yeah. They slit throats and stuff. Horror yeah, they're, they're making yeah. people into meat pies and everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, wait. You know what? Scratch that. Sweeney Todd, Sweeney Todd is not my number nine. All right. Pick something. The Conjuring 2. All right, good. There we go. And the reason why The Conjuring 2 is my number nine is because it takes place during Christmas, and I like to watch my scary movies during Halloween, and it taking taking place during Christmas kind of takes it away, or or like takes away the scariness from me because I'm always expecting Santa to show up, or uh, you know what? Hmm. I just think The Conjuring 2 would have been scarier if it took place in the fall rather than the winter. Well, yeah, because the fall is always scarier because especially the in England. And, yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, that was the UK one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's always darker. Yeah. All right, we got our number eights coming up, John. Uh, Tales from the Hood. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? That's a really good one. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's like when it's an anthology movie. It's pretty good. <laughs> All right. Greg. Child's play. Pick one. Who's next? You and oh. Chris. Um, I picked The Exorcist because I think The Exorcist certainly deserves to be in a top 10 and it changed a lot. We just watched it the other day, actually. Um, you know, and there's the whole psychiatric doctor piece, which I love, where they're first diagnosing her with like ADHD, even though she's really possessed. But it doesn't, it's not, I know how it did, like it did so much and it was such a monumental movie, but I don't think it's good enough to be my number one. So I put yeah. him at number eight. Weren't like, Religious groups trying to boycott it, mm-hmm. oh yeah, and everything too. Well, and that's and that when shit it came just doesn't out. Happen like, anymore, you if know? you think about the era of when it came out, it was like such a huge movie. <laughs> um, but I, I still don't think it's good enough to be number one. I think there's a lot of other good horror movies. So number eight, yeah. Exorcist. And Chris, oh goodness, Interview of the Vampire. Okay, yeah. Well, the nineties. <clears throat> I, I'm he just not, likes Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt. <laughs> actually, not a fan of uh, Tom Cruise uh, as much as I have, people who are a fan of Tom Cruise. Let's go I've watch. Some, let's go watch Le- Legend and Risky Business. I although think he's, I think he's all right. Uh, cocktail was great, but uh, well, note, well, although I agree that it was a good horror movie, and uh, I enjoy it myself, and that it in fact is a horror movie, although it kind of feels like a drama. Yeah. The only reservations I have about that movie is that I read the book, and why the fuck would you not have Lestat? present when they're at theater as vampires or whatever you yeah, call you're it right that is a that is a drama it's a dark drama i'm going to switch to the original leprechaun okay oh my yes. god oh god <laughs> yep all right so now it's my turn to give my number seven and my number or i mean my number eight and my number eight actually will be sweeney todd all right and we've already discussed that a little bit uh, I was going to say something about Child's Play, though. Like, I enjoy Child's Play, but I can never get over the fact that all these fucking people can't beat up a little kid's doll. Yeah, like, they can't just punt it away. Yeah, yeah. I, um, well, in the sequel, in the, in the other ones, you know, the, the, the after bullshit, it, 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 it's, it's a bit more with, you know, them fighting the doll. But with the first one, it's, it's almost like yeah. a psychosis thing because you're wondering if the kid is really imagining it and and you're wondering if the twist is going to be like is he the one doing it is the kid really doing it is it really mm-hmm. the doll you know but then it's finally revealed that you know the doll is is, is alive because 
he fucking just like snaps to it because she's about to throw him in the fire yeah. and, and everything and that scene and everyone everyone remembers that you know yeah remember well, friends till the end this is the end member? friends member <laughs> I remember okay John number seven uh, fan- the phantasm one you ever see phantasm with the tall man and the flying orbs with spikes no. It sounds fun. It's a really good movie. I mean, okay, franchise makes no sense because apparently that's the point of the whole franchise. None of it's real, and it's always, I don't know. Take a look, and it's pretty good. Okay, Craig. Um, as we're making our list, are we all going completely different ones, or like, are we hitting each other's ones, kind of? You, you can say one that someone has said before. Yeah. Okay, because... Then, then we'll just go to you because I think uh, Sweet, Sweeney Todd would definitely be my number seven because I've, I've watched that a bunch of times. I mean, I know it's a musical, but. All right. And now it's Tatiana and Chris's turn. Um, We're on seven, right? Yes, we're so, on seven. So my number seven is uh, Nosferatu from 1922, the silent movie. It's so, it's seared in my mind. I remember seeing I've never seeing, really seen it. Oh no, my I, God. I know what it's about. It's a silent movie. I actually owned it on DVD. I have a collection of Isn't silent it like movies. like really slow though? Like everything just kind of like moves. Like but that's why it's so scary to me is like, I remember seeing it when I was a kid and I I love silent movies and the character with his long creepy fingers and his pointy ears and there's nothing scarier than literally watching a movie and it's gritty in the background, you know, because of the film quality. And back when they did the silent movies and this is why I actually have a whole collection of silent movies and Alfred Hitchcock started out doing silent movies as well. They were almost creepier to me because they had to time. They focused so much on the shadows and the placement of everything and timing of everything. And it's just the original Nosferatu scared the shit out of me the first time I saw it. I used to have nightmares about it. Um, And I still think to this day it's one of the creepiest characters that exists. So that's my choice. Chris. Uh, I'm going to go with Child's Play 3. (laughs) Um, Is that the one where that military school? Yeah, so I have, I have a story. I'll, I'll go with a story besides that. So 2008 or nine, uh, I was in Calabasas in a uh, Starbucks, and I saw this dude on, I think it was an earpiece, uh, so just super on the phone, and I, I was like, oh, who is that? That guy looks so familiar. And it was the corporal guy, the the antag- one of the antagonists in that movie, Travis <laughs> Fine. And uh, he hadn't been, to my knowledge, in uh, like a whole lot of like leading roles. I mean, he was in Girl Interrupted. He was an orderly there. But uh, I was like, he was on the phone and I got his attention. I was like, Child's Play 3, right? And he, and he like looks at me and he's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I just got noticed from a movie from 25 years ago. And I was like, yeah. So that's my story. Um, my only story about Travis Fine. But uh, he seemed pretty stoked and uh, the coffee was good. So. <laughs> Three. All right. Moving on. Uh, John, we're at round. Oh, wait. No, I didn't give mine. All right. Mine's Amityville Horror, the the remake. All right. Okay. John. Dan and I agree on something for once. Oh, my God. Well, if I was close enough to the other computer, I I would play a a sound effect to that effect. But, John, number six. Um. Shit. Uh. I'm debating. I'm literally putting a list together of my thing. Uh, you got this. I have faith. I'm like cheating now and like filling out like uh, the ones ahead. Misery. Ooh, that's Ooh. a good one. Yeah. It's very suspenseful. One, you so. just opened up a whole new door. Like, I gotta mm. change my list. 
No. All right, fine. Yeah, no. like I kind of have a list, but like you didn't let us prep. Like this is a. I know, but again, it, it, it's it, supposed it, to be a lightning round. But we're never supposed really to be a lightning, lightning round. Yeah, we never really like get a, our lightning rounds in. Calm storm. Yeah. I have something that we could substitute for an actual lightning round after we're this. We're already halfway <clears> through. <throat> we gotta finish. All right, we, we have to finish. And it's almost I nine, so that. we gotta finish this. Well, wait, what? Did, so almost John said misery. For number six. six. For number six. six. So and Greg, that, that's something that that I think we can all agree with. Greg, you're next. Poltergeist. Oh, no one said that yet. It's really freaking creepy. That movie still kind of <laughs> freaks me out. Yeah. No, that's that's yeah, that's what I was trying you, to do. The TV sound, not the ch- ch- not the Jason thing. I think yeah. all the but all the, the TV thing from Family <laughs> Guy. <laughs> yeah. I think it's all the, I think it's all the music and everything. Like it, the score really fits well and like. Movies don't really think about scores anymore. You know, half the time you're just mm. you're just watching it, and it's like just whatever dumbass tone is in the background, yeah. Knock, knocking wood or whatever. Yep. Oh, speaking of, we have to thank my husband for all our music that yes. we played. I wrote a couple new ones that. I need all to right, cool. Yeah. Well, we actually started this episode out with uh, "Clumsy Fingers." Oh, that one, okay. That was a relatively new one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right, but whose turn is it? We just said Greg with Poltergeist, so it's Tatiana and Chris now. Remember number six. All right, I'm going to choose the fly. Oh, Vincent Price, the Vincent Price one. Oh, the um, original. Yeah, the original. I love, I love Vincent Price. I think that that one's scarier to me, and and also like the concept of the whole almost sci-fi piece of it, and the crazy scientist and getting switched, and the end is so disturbing. You know when he's like. The fly's like in the spider web and he's like screaming for help, but he's like, you know, it's uh, she's sitting on the park bench. I don't think I've seen the original. Oh, I, I, I know right. that the Goldblum remake isn't <laughs> is thing, but the Goldblum remake, I almost can't watch it sometimes. It's such a body horror thing. I mean, his face falls off and it looks. Yeah, no. So, looks, so that one's like more like. You know, and Kyle, who is one of our movie guests, loves that one. But I love the original because it's like it's more it's it, you don't have the gore and stuff. You have like Vincent Price is kind of the science. You know, he's a mad scientist. They switch bodies. But there's it's disturbing because it could be like you don't have the gore. Like at the end, he's the fly with his his head, you know, like Vincent Price's head. And he's stuck in the spider web next to the bench where she's sitting. And he's like, help me. And she can't hear it. And it's like... Wouldn't it be more like, I'm Vincent Price, help me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that was actually good. Oh, but, uh, Could anyone get me out of this possible situation? <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> oh, my Sounds God. Like, um, What's you your do, choice? You're doing all the throwbacks. Yeah, because you cool. know I love them. Right. Yeah, Throwback. Well, Chris is next. Scream, the original Scream. Ooh, that's number six. What's your favorite scary movie? Wait a minute. Again. Is that why we're all here? Oh, my God. Everyone out. <laughs> I know. Where's yeah. your bear? I'm standing Again, over here. Uh, <laughs> Very, not ahead of its time, but like it also kind of started a whole new thing again. Yeah, um, that did restart. Restart Thrashers. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna wait till the end, but I, I just noticed something. I so. like Scream Two, maybe it, better, but it like gave a kickstart to the horror don't, genre again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, don't they all just start losing their ending though? Like they, they start off real nice, but like the endings on all of them get oh, yeah. really three's convoluted. pushing it one and two they, I, they they did it successfully three but i, I liked one and two yeah. and then they, they could have just kind of chilled yeah. starts off good then teeters out you know yeah, yeah. four was the english de- patient four was decent enough you yeah, know because if you really look I don't even remember movies, four like when scream came out with like the faculty oh yeah faculty yeah, yeah. i forgot about the faculty right. yeah. I liked that. that's got elijah wood in there yeah. yeah. josh that. josh hartnick and then you had phantoms 
Which Josh Hartnick. That is an actor. I want to know what happened to him. He just disappeared. Oh. You wait till my number four, <laughs> and I'll tell you what happened to him. Well, in that case, we should get to my number five. Go ahead. Which is Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Wait, yeah, we're on five? We're yeah. on six. No, oh, yeah. Six. 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 No, well, we I always get confused because I'm last. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, anyway, my number six is Nightmare on Elm Street 3. I like to pick one out of the series to represent them all. And I just feel that three was one of the better ones. And that was with the Dream Warriors. From I was, that's what I was going to ask. I didn't know if that was. That was yep. That was. That's, a, that's Dream Warriors, The all, all the kids fighting Freddy. And I, I, I would have said two. Two is like. I, I, I like two. Don't care much for four, and I feel that after four, the series kind of went in a weird direction. But I think that three is the Nightmare on Elm Street movie. This seems to happen to all the franchises. Yeah, though. After Jason a X. Point, they like. <clears throat> oh God. I do. I, I like all the Halloween movies except for H two O. I hate Resurrection. Yeah. See, no, you didn't like Resurrection? Resurrection Come on, Busta Rhymes. H2O's Bust. my number five. I love it. Leprechauns in the hood. Oh, God. Jason in space. Right. We're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Number five, John. Uh, Night of the Demons. Okay. Well, well, wait, is that the Tales from the Crypt one or am I oh, thinking of something? Angela. It was like all the stupid kids get into a haunted house. And okay. Like a and then the yeah. demon, they awaken this demon and kills everybody. And they had that infamous Wait. scene where they shoved a lipstick tube in the girl's nipple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. Oh, I feel like I've seen that. The movie is really, really, like, I mean, if you like cheesy bullshit 80, mm. campy movies, it's really good. All right. What's yours, Greg? Number five. I'm going with a newer one, The Quiet Place. Oh, okay. all right. I had one beef with that movie. I it didn't really see good. it yet. That they oh, just wait, didn't hang wait. out by a waterfall? Oh, no. Yeah, wait a second. Like, wait they they a needed second. to go chasing waterfalls, and they weren't. Right. I do have a lot of beef with A Quiet Place. Why? Uh, I just don't understand. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Quiet to be really quiet, or they'll find us. Okay, then make a noise over there, and put dynamite over there, so, and when they go to where the noise is, you blow them the fuck up. So I think the thing with The Quiet Place is you're thinking about it a bit too much, because some of these older horror movies, you really weren't supposed to think about any of them. They were yeah. just there. They were schlock, and they were campy. The world but, ends, but with a and quiet place, what to people, think about it. What people like about it is the characters. The characters are interesting. The dad, the girl, the... the, the they are. The, They're a bunch the, of the fucking dead idiots. Son. They didn't but figure I, out how to kill them. You know? But I hated that the dad died, because he didn't need to. Yo. You know? <laughs> Spoiler! Spoiler! Oh, no. <laughs> I don't care. You spoiled all you want. Because whole time. Because I think that's a, a spoiler warning should ever. have been issued at the you beginning of all of this. Like this whole. Well, whatever happened to, to, to turning his strength into a weakness? I mean, there are weakness. I mean, we already spoiled the child's play and Leprechaun and Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, like a lot of people aren't really sure what Jeffrey Dahmer did or didn't do. Like, that's a big spoiler warning right there. Episode is a spoiler. All right, let's move on to, to Tatiana and Chris. I chose Halloween H2O. I actually love that movie because um, it was like as cheesy as it was because it was cheesy. I loved it. I loved like the slasher part of it and how it was more modern and they had like the gory I, murdering and stuff. I just and don't like how they rebooted the series with that one. I liked it though. But what I, I don't know, my beef with, because I love the Halloween so much. My beef is just that they're inconsistent. Like 
Especially even with the new one coming out, all of a sudden she has a daughter in the trailer, and in H two O she had a son, and then Josh Hartnett. You know what I mean? Like there's really? no, yeah, none of the story. There's no consistency. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis explains it. I was watching a whole, okay, listening to a whole documentary. She did, she killed it with the explanation. So anyway, I like Halloween H two O. I think, yogurt, right? I think yes. it's a good go to when you want to watch like a good cheesy horror movie. Like I, I like it. Okay, you know? it's kind of crazy how the Halloween franchise has. Four different stories. Yeah. It does. Like, it's literally. Yeah. Yeah. No. And now the fifth one with the newest one. I can't wait to see that. It's going to be good. I know. It's going to be so good. It's going to be good. But, uh, Chris, you're up. Number five. Um, No. Oh, sorry. (laughs) 13 Ghosts. It was going to be American Psycho, but I'm going to choose that (laughs) to be a thriller. Um, So, 13 Ghosts. I thought people forgot about 13 Ghosts. Yeah, I like bad movies. She's picking all the good ones, but I like good bad ones. I felt that 13 Ghosts was more of a comedy. We just watched it the other day. <laughs> Before bed. Yeah. Damn it, damn it, monk! You gotta find out about these ghosts. And I don't know why monk. Ted. I don't I, know why I Ted can't. Levine's in it. But <laughs> <laughs> and the, oh, and that's the, a good. What's his face? Voice Ted Levine. Damn it, monk! You gotta go out there and hear find those ghosts. There's thirteen of them. Can one, barely one of hear them what is, he sounds like. One of them is, is, a big, is a big dude with a rail spike through his head. <laughs> I know. Uh, I like I like the mythology stuff that they did, you know, like yeah. they never exactly explained all of it, but it's it still kind of cool, you know, like they could trap ghosts and barriers or whatever and stuff, mm, but yeah. the rest of the movie was just doofy, like why would you ever live in a glass house? I mean, come on. Right. <laughs> right. Or like the naked chick with the boobs that's like in the beginning. Uh, like, come on. Everybody loves boobs. <laughs> that's definitely there for, for that, Dan. that for horror Dan. movie audi- <laughs> audience Dan. member. Yeah, Dan. <laughs> all right. So who are we on again? You. We're on. No, we're on. Oh yeah, it's your uh, turn. Okay, Five. so I, I suppose we should really start to speed this up here. Yeah, because uh, I got to pee. Uh, and I made a mistake. <laughs> I have <laughs> the Exorcist down here, oh, but Tatiana already said the Exorcist. You can say it. That's okay. Well, I really like the Exorcist, but it dawned on me. I watched it five times this summer. All right. So is that so, your choice? Two or three? Uh, wait, what? Which one? One, two, or three? It? No, Exorcist. Exorcist one. Who's on what? Why? <laughs> what? I thought, saying, I thought you said it. Never mind. Oh no! Never so mind. so I no, was gonna say it. I was gonna say Exorcist, but Tatiana already said it, so it's already on somebody's list at least. And I feel that The Exorcist is good, but nobody has said it yet, so I'm gonna go with it for my number five. All right, cool. Johnny's up next. Which one? Number four. No, I meant which it. Oh, it. Uh, Three. the new one. Okay. Uh, well, I. It, it took me five times to have a chance, have a change of heart. Uh, Even though my, I still love Tim Curry, my fourth one is Sleepaway Camp. Oh, oh, I forgot because about that. it was filmed in a one Glens Falls, New York. <laughs> you can see the Fort Edwards police car <laughs> for the police that showed up for one of the kids that getting killed, and it's the first. Uh, oh, I don't know if it came out before Dog's Day Afternoon, but the at the end of it, the killer was a training. Right. Hmm. All, all different elements. It's, it's a twofer. Yeah. All right, you're up next, Greg. Thing is, I got it as my fourth. Ah. Well, I guess down. it is popular. I really like that new one, and I wanna, I wanna see the. Don't worry. There's relevance to this. Okay. Okay. But, uh, uh, sp- suppose, uh, do you want to say anything else? Oh no! Like I could talk for hours about the new it because you know, then we got don't the have Stranger Things kid in it and everything. So no, let's 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 go. Let's go on. Okay, Tatiana and Chris. 
All right, I picked The Nun, um, even though it's a new movie. I thought they did a really good job with it. I think it's the best one out of all the Conjuring Annabelle movies. I really liked The Nun. It was There was, like, a couple parts that were a little bit, like, I don't want to say cheesy, but just, like, but I thought overall it was really good. It was spooky. I saw it. Is the prequel going to be The Abbott? <laughs> <laughs> the um, settlement check. So, <laughs> oh, God. All right. So I really like The Nun. All right, Chris? Uh, my number four yes. is 30 Days and Night, starring Josh Hardnick. Vampire movie. A lot of that was just shot at a sound studio and then also cl- not claymation, but like it was a small model. Like the over shots were like the overhead shots of the town were models. So, and they that just was, like I used don't lighting. I've never seen it all the way through. It was, was good. They're was in it, the Alaskan wilderness, right? Yeah. And, and it's like nighttime for Ben like Foster. A week. Ben Foster's, ben Foster's in it. so disturbing in it. Yeah. Oh, he was yeah. in a uh, old kids tv show He's right disturbing. even steve it, and there wasn't even i mean it's a cool concept because yeah. like well like where do vampires go you know like makes kind of sense you know yeah, yeah sick very very comic booky looking as well so that's it and for my number four i chose evil dead okay. the original I, I just love it no well, well hold on well, actually, hold oh you said original i'm not original. yeah okay okay uh, so my favorite uh my favorite number four is evil dead original i just think the way that it's shot is super creepy you know and ash doesn't get super comical till evil dead 2 and i just Which think that evil dead <laughs> i just think that evil dead like embraces like a very like unique style of horror because they're in this isolated cabin and especially after oh like it's just ash versus the evil dead and that and also the tape recording of the guy that cabinet was is like super creepy and because of the production value and like the generation in which it was shot like evil dead is one of those movies that can still give me give me the willies all right now for the next three because it's the final three if you all know what your top three is then you're just going to give them one after the other do you want to do that yeah is everybody ready for this okay all right john give us your top three all right top three number three is the shining the original one with jack nicholson uh second is day of the dead george romero movie yeah and not the remake no (laughs) the original yeah with bub and number all-time favorite horror movie is the very first texas chainsaw massacre all right nice i'm gonna go now you got you're, you're giving your top three here yep top three so number three Dawn of the Dead, that new one, uh, the, the newer one I really liked. I thought it kind of, that sparked the new zombie everything, you know, that sparked Walking Dead pretty much. Um, number two, I know it was already said, but Saw. Saw was really good. It was it was, it was just good. Wait, Chris good. said Saw. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Okay. So. And then uh, my number one is something no one has said. The Thing. Oh. All right. Yeah. John Carpenter. Talk yeah. about fucking, uh, not talk about fucking, sorry. I meant <laughs> talk about uh like special effects that were just like completely amazing in the in a movie like with the, especially with the chest monster that was yeah awesome. they had th- they had shots in the movie that were accents even too like the the propane tank or whatever that was under the creature that was supposed to light up when um kurt russell comes in with a flamethrower it wasn't supposed to be as high as it was so there's like this that's why you see in the shot there's that huge wall of fire that wasn't supposed to happen in the room and they kept yeah. that shot in the movie it's really cool. awesome I guess I know stuff about the thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I, well, I will applaud you on Dawn of the Dead, the the remake. Uh, that was one of my favorite zombie movies. Or, in fact, that is my favorite zombie. No, uh, uh, I've seen the original too. I think. Well, you know, what's the one? Slower pace. What's the one days later? 
28 days. 28 no! days. 28 days later is, is my favorite zombie movie, yeah. but not my favorite horror movie. Oh, Dawn okay. of the Dead is my second favorite zombie movie. Going back to the category discussion, because there's so many zombie movies, and I was going to make the point as we were going down our list that nobody has said any zombie movies yet, but okay, so zombie movies are still like considered horror movies, yeah, although zombie movies absolutely. have pretty much taken on like a realm of their own, but I don't want to keep us up too much. Tatiana and Chris, you next with your top threes all right my number three is the birds by alfred hitchcock um i thought it was a great great movie and super disturbing and even more disturbing because that scene where tippy hendren's stuck in the attic like he actually like she didn't know she was gonna be trapped in an attic with all these birds and like he scared the shit out he really did that like her being afraid in those scenes is actually like her being afraid yeah he was a he was like some fucked up yeah stanley Kubrick it was like a level sn- shit basically like snuff film oh, level wow. <laughs> yeah yeah, so The Birds to me was my number three. My number two is Creature from the Black Lagoon. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. I used to stay up as a kid during AMC Fright Fest when they used to do that on TV for Halloween every year to watch it. Um, and then my number one is Friday the 13th. That was the first first scary movie I ever like snuck out and watched, the original Friday the 13th. Um, and it's and for me because I grew up in Green County in areas that was like a lot of old camps and stuff. Yep. It was like really like scared the shit out of me because it reminded me of like the area where I grew up and like the scenes like when he gets stabbed through the neck from under the mattress and st- oh my god I checked my mattress for oh, yeah. I can't even tell you how long. <laughs> I love that movie. But you're so. not Kevin Bacon. Yeah, but whatever they all die in it. Yeah. So except for the girl at the end who's like. Uh, well, she, Super, she dies in the second. Adrian King. That's like um, old thing on Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, but the first one's the first one I'm talking okay. about. So that's my not top three. Why don't okay. actors before they were famous die horribly? <laughs> they usually start in horror movies. All right, Chris. Uh, number three is Twenty Eight Days Later for sure. Loved that the high speed zombie. I think it was like one of the See, first, if not the first. Funny you should bring that. up Twenty Eight Days Later. Because I love the soundtrack to it, and I was gonna, oh, actually so going to ask you if you could write like something like from the the soundtrack to 28 Days Later for our eventual cemetery walk. Oh, yeah, sure. All right, cool, so thanks. something inspired by that guy? Definitely. John Murphy's and I, and I suppose, like, I really agree with you on 28 Days Later because, like, it does really have that impact on you. Yeah, it was like a game changer with zombie movies, I feel like. High-speed zombies, what? And then... <laughs> And then that's going back to 30 Days of Night being high speed vampires, too. Like, it, it just was great. So, anyway, number three, 20 Days Later. Number two, I'm actually going to go with the original Psycho. Um, oh, good, good. Just to pick, put it on the list because it deserves it. And uh, love the shots. It goes without saying, it's amazing. And then, number one, for sure, favorite movie of all time, I think, as well, uh, The Lost Boys. Okay. Uh, not doesn't really fall. It does fall under the horror. horror it's vampires. Because vampires, but it, it falls into other like teen comedy, uh, culture comedy. His shin's covered in a Lost Boys tattoo. Yeah, he's obsessed. Yeah. You made me think of what they do in the shadows, where they're just spoofing vampire movies. I don't know if you've seen it yet. I've heard of. I've heard of in it. In the shadows? I've, I've yeah, been what told we to do in the it. shadows. It's, oh, okay. it's really good. It's got... Oh, you ta- saw that. Yeah, we you watched guys it. Got, it. I love got, that movie. With, it's with, got Taika Waititi yeah. and um, the, yeah, the, the, the one of the dude from Play the Concords, Jermaine oh, yeah. Clement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. it's hysterical. And they're all like, oh, yeah. oh you're eating this... 
spaghetti. What do you, what do you like? Oh, do you see its worms? I got <laughs> that from Lost Boys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's yeah. like the original oh, Nosferatu, yeah. and then funny. he like. Oh, I go. I have to go see. I forgot what the Nosferatu in the basement. He's, his name is like George. Or it's something, something like it's that. Something yeah. weird. And like Taika Waititi in the beginning is like so scared to wake him up. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Don't worry. I think the Lost Boys was my first like R-rated movie That's I saw too one. as a kid in 1990. That might have been five. We told you about that. Yeah. That was like one of my favorite movies. We right. saw that with Jim. That's it. All right. Now it's time for my top three. Okay. Coming in number, number three for me is Hellraiser, the original. Oh, yeah. That movie creeps me out. If it's not for how disgusting the scene is when they discover what was going on with the guy's kitchen, it's like all of like the, the super like artsy horror scenes. Like when the, when the girl walks into the room and there's the, the white bed and she hears the baby crying and there's the feathers flying everywhere and then the blood starts coming out of like, I forget if it's, if it's, her, if it's her stomach or the bed, but it's scenes like that alone that make Hellraiser or kind of like stand out amongst horror movies because they combined like aspects of a slasher movie aspects of a haunted house story but then they add these artsy scenes that just really creep you out after that i have the original halloween as my number two although you would think i would say mm. the new halloween because i love rob zombie but what i like to do sometimes is just pretend that the Michael Myers' backstory that Rob Zombie created for his version of Halloween has continuity with the original Halloween because after seeing the Rob Zombie Halloween, whenever I look at Michael Myers, I just can't stop thinking of, yeah, he was a kid before. And like in the Rob Zombie movie, they showed just how much of a disturbed kid he was. But I prefer the original Halloween to the new Halloween and I kind of want to see the other one and also the, the soundtrack is traditional the, the, you know it's the and it's the or, origin of the slasher in a suburban neighborhood and how come we never really hear about slashers in like an urban setting or something there are always some like rural guy going to a suburban area or it's just all suburbia whatever I, that's a thought that I have but my number one uh, favorite horror movie of all time is House of a Thousand Corpses that's a good choice and Shotgun yeah. jump kick. And the reason why is, well, it's, uh, I think that it's great. And it wasn't until I started doing my own serial killer research that it made me like the movie a little bit more because there's so many references to serial, other serial killers in that movie. Just like the scene where they dress Rain Wilson up in the suspenders and the, and the flannel. That's an Ed Gain reference. And also Captain Spaulding is a John Wayne Gacy reference. Can't figure out what a uh, reference baby is though, but there's, there's just Easter eggs and, and little cookies or whatever the fuck you want to call them all in that movie and I think that that movie is like creepy there is still one scene in that movie that I can't watch I either fast forward it well yeah I fast forward it, it it's, it's the scene where the father finally finally finds his daughter in the shed and then Rob then Rob Zombie in his sicko head has to like flashback to like them on Christmas morning to her screaming in the shed to Christmas morning to her screaming in the shed but I really like House of Thousand corpses and now i feel that our list proves something our mm -hmm. list proves that ed gain is the most is the most famous serial killer of all time because john and i both picked ed gain inspired horror movies as our number one mm. and you could you can now could you argue that jason maybe has a bit of an ed gain influence no he doesn't put anyone's 
No. But he's. Well, I guess there's the mom piece. But he's a slow kid who well, loves Jason's his mama. Not the murderer. And I think there's a little egg gain in in a lot of. Jason's not the murderer uh, yeah. in the Friday the Thirteenth. And Tommy and in in uh, not in the first one. Anyway. In yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. In the first one, it's Jason's mom. Wait. Yeah. Well. And she's super wait. scary. What about Texas Chainsaw? What was that based off? Ed Gain, too. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw is based off of yeah. Ed Gain. Did you already say that like yeah. 30 seconds ago? Well, yeah. Now, could, you, you, whole could discussion. you argue that it is based on John Wayne Gacy a little bit? Well, Be- probably with the little children. Yeah, absolutely. No, but like, all right, now, any other serial killers that can be linked to any of the movies that we just talked about, do you think? Well, like, how come no one has, like, really done, like, a Dahmer-inspired No, this is yet? a thing because the real channel on TV, I think it's a real channel, um, I my mom records them all for me so I can watch them. They have all the serial killer documentaries, and they actually had a whole series of movies based on serial killers and... And uh, I th- actually think they did do it and John Wayne Gacy. That does make sense. Yeah. You know, he did dress up as a clown. A clown, he did, yeah. Creepy. Yeah. So, um, no, that was, they did, I think they that was one, and then certainly Psycho and Ed Gain. But they did do a whole slew of, like, movies based on serial killers and, like, then talked about the serial killers. Okay, and if you want to argue about, like, uh, which is the best horror movie based on our lists, it looks like the best horror movies are It, The Exorcist, Sweeney Todd. Um, what am I missing here? I don't know. Uh, uh, this is based on ones that we both picked. Like more than one of us picked these movies for our. Yeah. Well, Amityville. We we both picked yes. Amityville. Yeah. And oh, sadness. So, no one no one really picked any one of the ones well, from my Alfred top Alfred Hitchcock, Psycho and the Bird. So Alfred yeah. Hitchcock are the movies. So basically, we all like different types of movies, and they're all good. Indeed. And I have to pee. And Tatiana has to pee. Look, look for my blog on this, so that I'll have all the lists written down, so that way that you can decide, the listener can decide who had the best t- taste in horror movies. Uh, whatever. Um, Tatiana has to pee. John looks like he wants to go. So does Greg. Uh, Chris is looking at his phone. How long? Can I talk about? Come on! <laughs> I have a list of okay. honorary mentions. The, what? The, a list of honorary mentions. I'd like to thank the Academy. All right, Ta- uh, Tatiana out. All right. The, the honorary mention is that Tatiana has to pee. All right, that's going to be the episode for now. <laughs> Bye.